What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. For my faithful listeners who are used to ad-free podcast episodes, we now have them for you over on our exclusive membership community on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash self-care IRL. In addition to the ad-free podcast episodes, you will also find all of the gems that I have created for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. I've always considered myself to be like a pretty emotionally sturdy person. I've done therapy at different stages of my life as a a child, as a teenager, and now periodically as an adult. But when my mom died, that grief hit me like a trillion steel buckets filled with like piping hot lava. I know that's dramatic, but it's what it felt like. What I learned early in grief was that none of us are above the dark space grief enjoys to torture us with. And from time to time, you might be feeling like you're unable to handle your grief. It is so cliche to say, but the hurt and pain you experience really does help shape the person you are to become. Now, it is your job to determine what shape that's going to be. But when you're able to make it through the grief tunnel, it speaks to your ability to overcome the worst and return to a happy, peaceful state of being. And even though I am nine years into my grief, I periodically find myself coming back to the strategies I've learned that made my journey less difficult. Because again, none of us are above the dark space that grief enjoys to torture us with. In today's episode, you and I are going to discuss a few things that are standing in the way of your grief recovery, and I'm going to give you some strategies you can apply today if you're finding it difficult to get through your grief on your own. The first thing that you're probably doing that's really getting in the way of your grief recovery is not accepting. As unfortunate and unfair as it may feel, death is indeed natural. It is an inevitable truth that we all have to face one day. And as difficult as it may sound to you right now in this moment, you need to understand, really overstand, that this moment is real. And you know, I love to honor the duality of things. So I will also remind you that it is natural to feel or experience denial and disbelief. The first year my mom died, I I just didn't feel anything, nothing. Nothing was real. It was like she never left. I still felt her, even though I still feel her now. But, you know, it, it, it just didn't feel real to me. But denial will keep you stuck in a loop of pain. And simply, it just causes you more pain. Acceptance doesn't mean being, you know, nonchalant about your pain or the fact that you hurt. Because you do hurt. Those feelings are very real too. Instead, accept the fact that this is merely 
something that happened. You don't have the power to change things that have already happened, especially death. None of us are in control of that, but you can certainly change how you deal with the challenge going forward. Dig deep within your soul to find strength to live beyond your circumstances. Seek the help of someone disconnected from your circumstances to be open to their approach and point of view, i.e. see a therapist, okay? Sis, sir, counselor, you know, professional. The second thing you might be doing that is standing in the way of your grief recovery is not taking the time to heal. The key to finding peace in your grief is spending time doing things that bring you joy and things that bring you peace and relaxation. Try to eliminate as much stress as you can so you're able to cope well as the days go by. You can maybe create a meditation schedule so that you can have a relaxed heart and mind daily. I I try to meditate each night before I go to bed just to sort of let go of the day. Also, get up and move your body. Do not underestimate these endorphins that physical activity releases. They lift your mood and just help you feel better. Forgive yourself for whatever responsibility that you've assumed and accept that life's happenings are under the guidance of a greater being. Nothing drains my energy like the summer heat, especially now that we are deep into the summer months. But something that has helped me feel energized and refreshed is my morning scoop of Athletic Greens AG1 in a glass of water. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to prioritize my health. I love the way it makes me feel and it has been the perfect addition to my morning routine. Plus, it contains less than one gram of sugar and costs you less than $3 a day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash TY. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash TY to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The third thing that might be standing in your way of your grief recovery is not being thankful. Especially during a time of grief, you have to spend time reflecting on all of the blessings that have crossed your path. And I know that this can be difficult because when you've lost something, perceived loss, right? Because ideally human experience is just that an experience. It doesn't belong to any of us, okay? Um, But when you have lost a loved one, a parent, a spouse, a child, it can be very difficult to see the light on the other side to see the blessings that still happen. I joke all the time and I say that when Denny got up top, 
<laughs> she made some things happen for sister girlfriend here, okay? Blessings on blessings on blessings. And so it just made, for me, it made my life more enjoyable to think about the blessings ahead of me or even in front of me um, that I was receiving instead of focusing on the loss that I had. So if you can commit to putting aside your feelings just for a moment, right? Again, it's the duality of things. It doesn't have to be either or. You can still be sad and experience joy. You can still think about the blessings and honor the loss that you've experienced, right? So if you can put aside your feelings for just a moment, you will realize how much you have to truly be thankful for. Sometimes the blessings far outweigh the tragedies without you even knowing. So do me a favor, make a list of all the positives that you've witnessed in your life and in the lives of your loved ones. Meditate on those blessings until they become ingrained into your conscious thought. Try to identify the lesson in the midst of what you're experiencing and just be thankful for it. If you go to my personal site, tyalexander.co, there is a free five-day gratitude exercise. For five days, I will guide you through simple actions you can take every day that will increase both your gratefulness and your happiness. The fourth thing that you might be doing that is standing in the way of your grief recovery is not asking for help. <laughs> Familiar because that's me. <laughs> like I think we all um, get into the habit of thinking that we are burdens to our people. And what I've learned is that the sole source or or not even the source, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the, the, the core of friendship, I believe, is burden, right? Like I am here to lean on you and you were here to lean on me. It's, it's an exchange of help and it's ex exchange of joy. And um, just we don't lean into friendships enough. Um, we, we take for granted what our friends have the capacity for and often lean into people who don't have capacity when there's probably someone in your circle that has the capacity to help you and you have not asked. So while there will be plenty of times as you are coping with loss that you will want to be alone, right? I remember days where I just wanted to be alone. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I wanted to sit in my sorrow and that's completely okay, right? It is also really important to gather a support group around you for those times where you really can't see the light of day, right? Like the darkness has just smothered you or is smothering you, right? It is really important for you to get, gather your friend's support group. This is not the time to isolate yourself from love because of the love that you've lost. Your friends, your family, maybe even a minister or perhaps, get this, a therapist maybe? <laughs> you get the theme here. But they are all people who can just be accessed during your grieving process. You need people who can be a source of emotional support for you during this time. Death can and will leave a large void in your life that can be at least temporarily occupied by a support system. The fifth thing that could be standing in the way of your grief recovery is not living your life. Now, this one kind of was for me because, and I think for all of us, right? I think we all experience loss and the world stops for us, even though the world doesn't stop for everyone else, but the world stops for us, right? Nothing else really matters except the fact that this person isn't there, right? Like you stop 
working out, you stop eating, you stop talking to friends, like you just stop. And while the pain of your loss is real and it must be felt, there will come a time when you got to get back to living your life again. And I get it. I get it because I've been there. I've been there. I got the t-shirt to prove it, right? It feels like guilt, right? It feels like how dare I go on and live my happy life, but my mom isn't here or my dad isn't here. My sister isn't here. My brother isn't here. My child isn't here. I could, the list goes on and on, right? Because we love lots of people, but how dare I go on with my life surpassing the life of the one that I've loved? How dare, how the nerve, the audacity of me to go on with my life. If you're having trouble falling asleep, find rest as you listen to bedtime stories by Abide. Doze off peacefully as you meditate. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. Abide users report less stress, lower levels of anxiety and depression, and better sleep. For a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you visit abide.co slash self-care. There are so many ways to introduce Abide to your daily routine. You can start your day with a longer meditation, squeeze in a work break with a short meditation, or doze off to sleep with a bedtime story. If you want to meditate about something specific like stress or forgiveness, Abide has special meditations for a wide range of topics. Get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by downloading the Abide app at abide.co slash self-care. You'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and more. Support this show and get 25% off by going to abide.co slash self-care. That's A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash self-care to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. By working through overcoming the death of a loved one, you will come to a place of accepting that death is just a reality. We are here as humans to connect and experience. None of us own this life. It does not belong to us. I don't care who or what you believe in, even if you don't believe in anything, right? Even if you don't believe in a greater being, this life does not belong to you, okay? Um, And so eventually you will find yourself having to move forward, right? You will have to move forward and embrace your life without your loved one by your side, as sad and as, as bittersweet as it is. I tell people all the time, and I say it a lot, it is so bittersweet for me to think about or even acknowledge or even say, but I am a better woman because my mom isn't here. Like what? <laughs> like the idea that my mom had to leave me in order for me, one, to grow the hell up, right? <laughs> um. And just becoming, like, I didn't become a real adult until I was 38. Like, I was still asking my mom for money. I was still doing, I was still asking my mom for advice, opinions, which is great. But I wasn't standing on my own. And without my mom there, 
now, without my mom here now, I have to stand on my own. And so it has made me just a better person. So finding peace in the midst of grief, it's going to be difficult in the beginning. It was very difficult for me to understand, you know, the task, to understand the journey that I was going on without her. Like I wrote a best-selling novel novel. It's not a novel. It's a book. I wrote a best-selling book. I'm a writer. That actually, let me backtrack because I really believe that words mean things. And I really have been thinking about writing a novel for a really long time. And so the fact that I fraudulently slipped, is that the word? The fact that I slid that in is telling to the what the universe has for me. So we're going to slide that to the side. But I wrote a book about my mom. It became a best-selling. Like I think about a lot what would have happened if my mom, like, where would I be if my mom was here? Anyway, finding peace in the midst of grief will be difficult again in the beginning. And there are really, there just, there are no rules, right? There are no rules for how long it's going to take you to heal. It's just, it's some of us, it takes years. Some of us, it takes decades. Some of us, it takes months, right? I think depending on what you're able to let go of, depending on your mindset, depending on the love you have in your heart for yourself will determine how long it will take you to heal or or to get to healing. Because I still don't believe that there's like a destination to healing, right? Like this is a journey for us. But when I say heal, I mean to be in a better place. Like I remember, again, the first year was a blur, but I was miserable. I was down. It was dark, you know, And so I'm just not there anymore. I'm not. I'm able to speak about my mom full on sentences. No bubbles, not tears are coming out, you know. And so for most of us, this part of our life, this part of dealing with grief is just a constant choice for me. I choose. I choose to think about grief in this way, right? It's not I am having an active participating role in my grief, right? It's not something that is taking over my life or overcoming me. Remember that there is a season for everything, right? Like I think about in the wintertime, sometimes I get a little sad because it's, you know, the holidays, her favorite holiday was Christmas. So yes, I allow myself to be a little sad. I allow sorrow to creep in a little bit because feelings should be honored, But there's a season for everything. Come springtime, the flowers are out. I remember the garden that we had. Like, you know, it's a constant choice is my point. Your feelings of hurt and pain have no plans to last forever. That's your choice. As you practice these strategies and, you know, begin to, to heal, you'll be able to release your grief so that you can really find true peace. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for for just leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are here every week, faithfully listening and supporting the podcast. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story that you want to share, please consider joining our community. Log on to patreon.com slash self-care. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash self-care IRL. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, 
and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Monday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG Stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversations going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self-Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I enjoyed you. And until next time, toodles.